week, we argue that old chestnut, which is better, X or Y? Also, a Chestnut Appreciation Podcast. I'm your host, Tyler, the John Ogleby of this podcast. I am your co-host, Jordan, the Dirk Rembrandt Van Nierop of this podcast. I'm your also host, Kevin, the Bjorn Gunlalsen of this podcast. Now, that's the Bjorn from Peter, Bjorn, and John, right? Yes. Uh, no, it, it, he is the great-great-great-grandfather of Bjork. It seems oh. in Iceland, they, y- y- your first name is your thing that people take after you. Yeah, and everybody graduates from map making to, to music eventually. Yeah, and ice. You got to learn how to make ice there. <laughs> yeah. That ice doesn't make itself, okay? Everybody's <laughs> got to get out there with an ice tray. Do their part. Uh, they, don't, they don't have an army. They just have a lot of people with ice trays. They just have a bunch of ice cubes yeah, and stacked like, up around their border. You have to do statutory uh, ice cube service. Uh, hey, one of the dumbest jokes that I've ever made on this stupid podcast. Jordan, what was yours? Dirk Rembrandt's Von Nira. And uh, I posted in our chat... Uh, <laughs> The beautiful Tyler, you had this mustache at one point in time. That used to be you. Oh wow! Yeah, I used to have that. Except I don't. Uh, I only did like the little soul patchy thing for a while. Eventually, I just got rid of that. No, you mustache. just did straight mustache. Hold up, check out uh, my, my dude's. My dude's face was made out of silly putty. Was he? <laughs> Whoa! He looks like Lurch. <laughs> oh God! Yeah, those are some very unfortunate sideburns. Um, my guy, John Ogilby, um, was Scottish and he like mapped a bunch of roads in Britain and stuff like that. But the way that he started map making was that he narrowly missed being blown up in the castle he was defending. And then after being shipwrecked on his way home, arrived in England penniless and without a patron during the closing years of the Civil War. So basically, he just was looking for something to do to make money and eventually got into cartography. So so, God clearly did not intend this man to live. He was kind of spitting in the face of God by continuing to live. Yeah, there comes a point in all of our lives where we have to just kind of take stock and be like, is there a moment where I probably <laughs> should have died? It, it's really just, selfish of me to keep on living right now. Just spend so. some time in a very contemplative prayer. <laughs> ask God. Did I, did I do bad? Am I, am I doing it wrong right now? Should I be dead? So, as you've probably gathered, this is our Verses and Would You Rather podcast, where we take questions submitted by you, the listener, and hash them out here on the show, smack them up against each other, try and find a victor. Let's go ahead and get started. Our first question comes to us from Eric Tribia. Thank you so much, Eric, who wants to know, Tribbles versus Gremlins. Which is better, which is worse, which would you rather have as a pet? Tribbles or gremlins? What are what are gremlins before they turn into gremlins? Uh, Wishes and hopes and dreams. They're those cute little fuzzy things. It's, uh, it's, it's the name of they... a band, I think. Is it Mogwai? Something? Oh, yeah, Mogwai. Yeah, you're right. It's Mogwai, I think. Let me double check on that. Mogwai. Yes. Mogwai are a Scottish post-rock band. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Founded in no, 1995 uh, in Glasgow. 
The film is about a young man who receives a strange creature called a mogwai as a pet, which then spawns other creatures who transform into small destructive evil monsters. Uh, looking at the mogwai, like, that isn't something that I would want as a pet to begin with. Like, it looks like a more capable Furby, which is nothing that I would ever want. Like, why in the world would you want this little thing running around your house? It's terrifying. Also, why would you name it Gizmo? (laughs) Yeah, it's a pretty lame name for a furry little friend. And you always, you're always going to have to be worrying about getting them wet because that turns them into gremlins. Uh, it's like, now do they want to be gremlins or is it just kind of like, hey, if it happens, it happens. Wait, do they transform into gremlins or do they yeah. birth gremlins? I think they transform into them. Well, anyway, it's like a, it's like a ring of power thing. If they get near Sauron, they become gremlins. <laughs> yeah. I'm well, Saruman grows them under the ground, right? All and right, then when on. they're born, he like puts bloody handprints on their face. The uh, first thing that amazes me is that there is a wikia devoted to gremlins, and the second thing that amazes me is this: what's contained within this wikia, and that I have just discovered the Mogwai were originally very peace-loving little creatures created by the scientist. Mogterman on a faraway alien planet. But it says they're Chinese goblins. Nah, they're alien goblins. <laughs> a- aliens in that they're immigrants. And there's from a gremlin life cycle that begins. Where's the anatomy and physiology of the Mogwai? <laughs> They've got cocoons and stuff. Oh, wow, Gremlins 2. <laughs> the subtitle was The New Batch. I don't even want to touch that. Um. <laughs> I just think, has anything good happened on an alien planet? Like, these things came from an alien planet, right? Yeah. So has anything good ever happened on an alien planet? Aliens, the movie, uh, Gremlins. Like, why don't we just go and blow these planets up? Yeah. Just preemptively, you know? Like, we're America, we can do it. Yeah, clearly we have planet-destroying technology at our disposal. Oh, hi, did you see Star Wars? America had a Death Star. Oh, I forgot about that wonderful documentary. <laughs> Emperor Palpatine was Ronald Reagan. So the rules of uh, having a Mogwai are one: don't give it water. Don't put it near light, especially sunlight. It can kill them. Two: don't let it get wet with water, nor give it any water to drink or bathe it. Three: no matter how much it cries or begs, never feed it after midnight. So it's basically like raising a kid. Like, just just don't let it get fat, dehydrate it, and don't let it get sunburned. Yeah, exactly. Like a kid. Dehydrate yeah. it. Yeah, don't, don't ever get give that it water. water weight. He's mm-hmm. never he's never going to have a career as a child actor. Because there's Apparently, nothing more detrimental gremlins, to children than water. Apparently the gremlins have a strong penchant for drinking beer. Well, that's well, fine. Who does sounds like they'd be cool beer. to grow out with. I mean... Now, what is the point of the Tribbles? Because I've seen the episode of Star Trek where the Tribbles are these like little little fuzzballs that hang from your dashboard. How do they reproduce? I can't even remember. William uh, Shatner. Yeah, they they <laughs> use Shatner like it goes to the spawning zone. Yeah, they use William Shatner as an incubation uh, tube, <laughs> and he just vomits. Them. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. It's like it's like the alien from Aliens, except. Uh, what what William Shatner has to do, he has to overact them out of his body. 
Oh, it's a triple. And don't they, like, make you love them or something? Like No, they just... Uh, they usually produce a soothing purring or cooing sound when stroked. All of which are endearing traits to humans, Vulcans, and their hybrids. Yeah, so people don't want to kill them, and so they just wind yeah, up going cute. everywhere. So, Although, they don't really have a face. They're just covered in, in fur. That's an advantage. Like, I, I, I prefer animals that don't have faces. Like, whether I'm eating them or I'm keeping them. Like, I, I don't want to empathize with them. I just want to cuddle. Well, what's the like? So what was I like the, to cuddle all of my steaks before grilling them. <laughs> what was the heavy-handed moralistic message from the Tribbles in Star Trek? Um, uh, spay and neuter your pets. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Bob Barker covered that one sadly already. We didn't need Star Trek. Um, I, cause I mean, what's the what's the lesson to be learned from Gremlins? Um, spay and neuter your e- pets. Everything. <laughs> Everything is evil if you put water on it. Yeah, I think. Yeah, no. Actually... The lesson is that sometimes uh, the opposite of what happens in the Wizard of Oz is true. That if you pour water on the the bad guy, things get worse. Yeah, I think so, it was. Um, so it was California was going through another one of those droughts, and they were really trying to get kids to conserve their water. So as you know, a how culture... kids love washing their stuffed animals. As a culture, since the Wizard of Oz, we were like, you know what? If we don't know what to do with something evil, put water on it. Water guns, man. And that then was the message. Steven Spielberg's like, hold on, guys. This isn't always true. We need some sort of fictional moralistic tale to tell people. That's, that's definitely correct. Maybe water isn't the answer. How are we going to beat Saddam Hussein? Probably not water. Well, don't don't knock it till you try it, Kevin. Uh, oh we man, didn't, we didn't. Drown Gremlins him. was PG thirteen. Yeah, it was one of the first PG thirteen movies. Yeah, that Temple of Doom. No, Temple of Doom wasn't. But oh, Gremlins that's right. Was yeah, that's yeah. Right. Temple of Doom was rated R. <laughs> that, For, it was rated PG. For really stupid. <laughs> Temple of Doom. Yes. Oh, I prefer. No, I. Yeah. Prefer. Okay. Oh. I Go like ahead. it more than Crystal Skull. Well, that's like saying I prefer eating well, something than like, vomiting it out. That's like just your opinion, man. <laughs> Although Crystal Skull did have my um, my all-time favorite actor, Ernie Reyes Jr., as one of the uh, uncredited tribal warriors. Is that right? Found on IMDb. Oh yeah. Why is he your favorite? Uh, he was the um, he was, he was Johnny in Surf, Surf Ninjas. Surf Ninjas. <laughs> Okay. <laughs> With his father, Ernie Ray Sr., who played the one-eyed ninja uncle. Okay. <laughs> All right. We need to take a vote on this. Uh, Jordan, what you going to go with, Tribbles or Gremlin? We barely even talked about Tribbles. Tribbles are kind of, I don't know. I mean. I just, I, are they good for eating? That's uh, my yeah, big I don't, question. I don't think they serve a purpose. Like, and they don't, they don't, how do they show companionship other than cooing? I'm going to go with. Mogwai, because I feel like you can domesticate the gremlin side of it, and then they'll make great drinking buddies. So that is my vote. Oh, yeah. Once Treble breed, they eat all the cargo and fill up the complete cargo hold. So they're, yeah, yeah I mean, they're like... <clears throat> the worst the Mogwai is going to do is he's going he's gonna to mooch off your beer stash. <laughs> Which is, you know, like any of us. Hey, Kevin? Hey, bro. Can I move some of that stash? 
That's that's my impression of a mogwai. Uh, I'll be here all week. The mogwai actually is trying to suckle beer off of someone's mustache. Also, uh, I don't know if I've ever mentioned on this show, but I am a collector of uh, 3D films because I have a 3D TV. And I, I can see on the Gremlins wikia that there is a gremlin that likes to watch 3D movies. He can be my friend. <laughs> do they all have little personality traits? Apparently they do. This or at is least 3D that's glasses, way, gremlin. That's the way the gremlin wikia has accrued 300 pages. <laughs> There's drunk gremlin, hand puppet gremlin. It's oh not boy. a gremlin oh that is a hand puppet, just a gremlin that really enjoys hand puppets. Oh, boy. And then there's Earl. There's Earl. Beanie Gremlin. What about, uh, where's Reggae Gremlin? Flasher Gremlin. Whoa. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh, boy. Oh boy. Um, Sounds pretty you know, hot. I, I'm going to go with Gremlins because Gremlins could hook you up with Steven Spielberg. Tribbles can only hook you up with William Shatner. <laughs> Who wouldn't want to hook up with William Shatner, though? Uh, uh, oh boy, um, Elton John, and I am going to go ahead and go with uh, Gremlins, um, because they're easier to manage. Honestly, uh, like there's only going to be a handful of them, and you just like you kill them. You don't have to worry about them like destroying the entire ecosystem by map. Rapidly reproducing, or mapidly reproduce, or what? Wait, what did you say? Mapidly reproducing, mapidly David Lee Roth producing. Yeah. So thank you for your question, Eric. And next time you have to choose between Tribbles or Gremlins, go ahead with those Gremlins. You're going to be glad you did. Our next question comes to us from Ariana Lynn. Thank you so much, Ariana, who wants to know: Would you rather not understand references during a conversation? and have to pretend you did, or be the one who makes references that no one understands. Go. I feel like we already are the people who make pop culture references and nobody understands what I, we're talking about. I don't think it's so much pop culture that we reference as it is just random R- crap. Yeah. Like, is, like, is, now, is now the time we want to bring back our once every ten episodes mention of Gundam Wing Endless Waltz? Uh-huh, oh, Yeah. yeah. Yeah, well, everyone's well, favorite we Christmas movie. We don't bring up pop culture. We bring up like the detritus of culture. Well, so Those I guess torpedoes. What's which is more annoying? Uh, people not understanding your awesome, funny references. Not that that's what we make. Uh, or just not understanding anything and having to play along. I do that every day, though. Yeah. Yeah, like, if one of you guys is like, hey, have you seen Harry Potter yet? I'm like, yeah, man. <laughs> totally. It can, it can be fun if you don't actually know what something is playing along for a while. It, it depends on if it's someone who's going to, like, enjoy the joke or if it's someone who's going to get upset well, yeah, or that's call true. you out on it later. <laughs> that's true, because basically it trains you in speaking in the most general terms ever. Like, oh, have you listened to that album? Uh, yeah, so underrated. The instrumentals are awesome. And the vocals it's, are it's, kicking. Kevin, it's it's spoken word poetry. Uh, well, the background, what I, what I mean by the instrumentals, like, the 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 ambient noise in the atmospheric background is it's almost like its own instrument because it's being played by the universe 
Yeah, my favorite is uh, when somebody tells me they're a fan of a uh, particular sports team. It doesn't even have to be a Philly one, which are the teams that I particularly cheer for. Because uh, I, I follow sports. Somebody will be like, oh, yeah, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a big uh, Pirates fan. And, I'll, and I will go into the knowledge I have about Pirates. The Pittsburgh Pirates. Roberto Clemente. And uh, they'll Sail be like, ships. they'll they'll glaze over and have no idea what I'm talking about. And I'm like, okay, you're not really a fan. You go to one game a year and you're you're happy. So Jordan is the the individual between these two. He's actually just a reference shamer. <laughs> if if anyone like, makes a reference, he's the reference. Yeah, no, police. If somebody claims he's that the, they know something. He's the referee. I, I'm like, hey, I can talk about this. This is common ground. And then they're like, I have no idea what you're talking about. And I'm just like, okay. Well, not everyone was raised on Uncle John's bathroom readers. That's true. I do. I, been. I like Jordan as the reference police. I like that. <laughs> like just a man who knows nothing but knows when people are bullcrapping. Yeah, no, uh, I've gotten into trouble when I call people out in their bullcrap. It's definitely not uh, a good habit to express while you're on a first date with somebody, for instance. <laughs> oh, yeah? Oh, boy. Yeah, I've, I've done that before. <laughs> Wait, so give us an example. So someone uh, I don't remember someone is on a date and they're like I, I remember I had a date who was bullshitting me on something. What it was like it was like, Oh, I'm having such a great time. No. Bullcrap <laughs> No, I just called a called her out on something and you you don't call people out on dates. That's a lesson <laughs> I learned. Just let them have it. Let them think hey, they're smart. So, uh speaking from somebody who is sort of successful at relationships you just don't call people out ever if you want to stay in a relationship i i don't mind really when people make references that i don't know though because then that's an opportunity for me to be like oh i'm not familiar with that like what what is this thing like no. let's have a conversation that's also like, hey for... is this a band that i should be listening to or is no, this a book no, that no. i should have read yeah because the answer is always yes like, nobody's ever like, oh, no, yeah, it's cool that you didn't like this thing that I loved. They're always like, oh, bro, you gotta, you got you have to go right now and read this book. Like, before I interact with you again, you have to read this book or listen to this album or, like, look at this map. Like, it's, like, nobody. I don't know, I don't know Kevin. I don't think, you haven't hung out with my friends. We've, we've had conversations where we've animatedly talked about things. I'm taking my my friend group uh, at home. Uh, we've animated talk animatedly talked about things. That we've we had conversations and then like. we've animated them. <laughs> but like the idea of just talking about making references to things that we do not like and we wouldn't recommend. Um, because that's the point of making references, right? It's like it's a shorthand. So when you're like, "Hey, I know you're trying to speed things up, but could you slow right. things down?" Like I could, I could, uh, I could make a bunch of references to Jupiter ascending right now, but that doesn't mean I think you should see that movie. Wait, you mean yeah. the planet moving upward? No, yeah, the, it's, the it's just a, a steady movie. shot of Jupiter <laughs> um, moving up. The the kind of references that i hate are like the inside jokes between friends like oh you mean like the ones we make yeah exactly <laughs> well no one's being forced to listen to this everyone immediately turns it up wait are you serious wait i'm not oh gosh i've been wasting so much time 
Um, it's like if it's excluding me as like the odd one out. Like if it's a shared experience from all of these friends, then like that's not fun when you're hanging out in person. But doesn't it? it it makes you feel real good though, right? Because you're better than somebody because you understand a reference that they don't. So like if you're making the reference and they, oh. don't, and they don't get it, you're just not like, oh, Not knowing yeah. a reference is a great opportunity to like leverage the fact like, oh, I, I don't own a TV. Ooh, that's true. That's a good power play. Or like, oh, I only listen to vinyl. Or like, I don't read new books. I just enjoy the <laughs> classics. Uh, I don't read anything uh, that's not like I don't, a stone I don't tablet. support the Hollywood industrial complex. <laughs> like, you can always just make yourself I, be superior. I, I, only, I only watch my own movies that I've made myself. <laughs> really? I only oh, watch wonderful. organic movies. <laughs> made made on, on uh, recyclable celluloid. Uh, yeah yeah that's a pretty I mean, good how do you have celluloid without cells right because cells have dna in them and dna stands for don't n- not annotate a reference oh yeah said <laughs> double a at the end right yeah well it's hyphenated well that's so. no Denar. dna stands for don't not abbreviate <laughs> <laughs> so ab- abbreviate Oh yeah, so that makes sense. Yep. No, I, I, I think no, it does. Like making a reference that nobody understands, it makes you feel powerful. Oh yeah, I am the knowledge keeper. Right, I am I'm the keeper of knowledge about the board game Parcheesi, and no one else will know. Um, but if people are like pretending to actually get a reference, then you could waste like a ton of time thinking that you're communicating with them when actually it's just falling on deaf ears. Like I want to. Well, know... don't hang out with a bunch of deaf people then. <laughs> oh, that's a good point. I really should work on my yeah. American Sign Language. Gosh, didn't you see that movie? Oh, American Sign Language, the movie. Yeah. <laughs> American Sign Language X. Yeah. <laughs> um, all right, we need to take a vote on this, Kevin. What you gonna go with? Not getting references or people <laughs> not getting your references? Um, uh, boy, I'm gonna go with. Uh, making references because then you can just like at a certain point when you realize that nobody's getting your references you just make up everything and you're just like yeah that movie uh porcupine on a basketball it's so good didn't you hard for them to dribble right (laughs) it's just like local stuff from providence Mm -hmm. there are some great uh bits on youtube of folks going to like music festivals and asking hipsters like, what do you think of this band that we made up? And they're all like, "Oh yeah, they're I really like their new album." I'm yeah, really that's what that's what local stuff from Providence is about. <laughs> Jordan, uh, I'm going to go with making references that people don't get because that's my current life. So I'm pretty happy with where I'm at with my life, and uh, I'll continue on that route. Yeah, because the only the only assurance you need is from yourself. Right. <clears throat> and I am going to go ahead. And go with, yeah, making references that no one gets, uh, because I'm I'm more than willing to explain it later. I I don't want to like have to try and play it cool and pretend that I know things and then go and do research and it's, that's garbage. By the way, uh, I'm I'm starting a Kickstarter for Porcupine on a Basketball. <laughs> I'm hoping to start principal photography by June 2016. What's your budget for that, Kevin? Uh, for fourteen. 
Is, uh, Fourteen, Kevin, is wait, the $14? Genre, is the genre for porcupine on a basketball, is that pop music? No, I t- <laughs> Oh, yeah, I forgot that you were having is the tie-in band as well. Yeah, right. Or is it going to be pretty explosive? <laughs> it's going to be explosive diarrhea. Now, who's going to be starring? I see, um, I see a young Taylor Lautner. As porcupine, and so we're gonna. Oh, wait, go... as the porcupine, or yeah. the, or is the basketball player's name porcupine? No, 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 no. Oh, okay, I gotcha. No, um, <laughs> he. Well, yeah, the basketball player's name is porcupine, but he also is a porcupine. Oh, all right. And and his friend's name is basketball, and he's <laughs> he's a volleyball. Wait, and they're trying to get up on each other. Well, yeah, and and the the ba- basketball is actually a volleyball. <laughs> all right. And she's a women's volleyball coach. Kevin, when is Taylor Lautner going to escape the vicious cycle of only playing uh, anthropomorphic animal people? Because he was Shark Boy in uh, The Adventures of Shark Boy and Lava Girl in 3D. And he was a a wolf person in Twilight. And now he's going to be a porcupine in your movie. Now, is this going to be like mocap work, or are you just going to paste a bunch of quills to Lautner? No, it's it's going to be Motown work. Um, we're, okay. ex- we're exclusively going to use Motown music to capture all of the visuals. Now, does that mean you just have Motown singers like on the cameras, yes. the boom mics, and everything? Yeah, and, yeah, and they're well, what they're going to be doing is describing all of the action in a Motown song. So, so Taylor Lautner will be in the movie, but you will never see him. You will just I... you will just see a Motown group describing a, a movie. That makes me think of Black Dynamite when, um, like the the singer is just describing what's going on <laughs> on the screen <laughs> as it oh, happens. I gotta watch that movie again. I haven't watched it since Jordan and I watched it, and we didn't know what it was. I've watched it with Jordan at least twice now. I have it on it's Blu-ray. So, so good. It is so good. <laughs> but Black Dynamite, I sell drugs to the community. I threw that before I came in the room. <laughs> Our next question comes to us from CJ Zimmerman. Thank you so much, CJ, who wants to know Scotch tape versus Scotch whiskey. Which is better? Which is more versatile? Which would you rather have in the home? Go. Scotch tape or Scotch whiskey? Mm. Um, both of them can help keep a relationship together. Please elaborate. Well... So you, you're you're going to tape your girlfriend to the wall so she doesn't leave? <laughs> oh, or to each other. Aww, <laughs> that works well, too. That's adorable. Yeah. It's, what love? Um, I'll never leave you. <laughs> or, you know, just get drunk all the time. It's really hard to think about each other's problems if you're constantly wasted. Can I, can I, can I teach you guys the origins of the term scotch tape? Wait, Please. Or, what? Please do. Yeah, why it is called scotch tape. Alright. Go for it. Let me this is straight from Wikipedia, like everything I say on this podcast. There's a Wikipedia article for everything. Um The use of the term Scotch in the name was a pejorative, meaning stingy in the nineteen twenties and nineteen thirties. The brand name Scotch came about around nineteen twenty five while Richard Drew was testing his first masking tape to determine how much adhesive he needed to add. The body shop painter became frustrated with the sample masking tape and exclaimed Take this tape back to those Scotch bosses of yours and tell them to put more <laughs> adhesive on it. The name was soon applied to the entire line of 3M tapes. Can we? That's... I also just realized that that's why Scotch tape comes in like the plaid packaging. Oh yeah, 
because it said like a tart. Can we change the name of this podcast to We Read Wikipedia and Sometimes Make Jokes? <laughs> no, that's that's the Wikipedia Chronicles. Oh, right. On this, on this very same network. Oh, shoot. Well, really, we should be getting on their case for, for stealing our flavor. Yeah. How dare you steal our lazy brand of pseudo-comedy? <laughs> the, uh, the mascot for Scotch Tape was a little character named Scotty McTape that I have just posted <laughs> in the... Uh... In the chat there. Oh, he's adorable. He's like he's ready for a parade. Oh, he's he's ready to fight, you know, the Norman conquerors. Definitely. Uh Scotch is really good. Just gonna say that. Yeah. <laughs> so let me tell you, uh I know I know I'm going to a, a good a good church because we went in for premarital counseling, Jen and I and on the pastor's desk was a bottle of Glenfiddich 15-year scotch. Excellent. <laughs> now, like, did he offer you any, or was it just like, yeah, I have it? He he did not, sadly. He didn't want to celebrate your impending nuptials? He did not. He did not say, Hold on. Are let's, you, make, are let's you, make this a fish. Kevin, are you done with your counseling yet? No. All right, maybe. Oh, so you still might maybe, fail. Maybe. Well, no. <laughs> maybe he saves the 15-year scotch for when you finish the counseling. So you need to really focus on doing well in that marriage counseling. Not so much because you want your marriage to work out, but because you want that 15-year scotch. <laughs> and you just keep, I'll keep hinting kind of obliquely how, about how much I love scotch. <laughs> yeah. I the love last day, Jen just... <laughs> almost as much as I would like a glass of that 15 years. Have a glass on you for the last counseling <laughs> session. And just put it on the table and wiggle your eyebrows. Bring some ice too. So? Like, place <laughs> the ice in it. <laughs> uh, have a lone glass with ice yeah? in it in a little cooler. Yeah? <laughs> Boy, this glass sure looks lonely. Um, I mean, scotch tape, though, is is more useful than regular scotch, like from a utilitarian standpoint. Like, you can use scotch tape to hold all kinds of things together, mostly paper, but <laughs> paper to no, walls also. But no, 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 no. Because if you try to, like, tape up a package with scotch tape, like, instantaneously, it's like, whoops, okay, I guess this is ruined and I can't, like, it does not hold. Yeah, and it's also not really clear enough to use it to make impromptu shipping labels like I do with packaging tape. <laughs> That's wonderful. <laughs> if, every, if anyone wonders the secret behind uh, Plays and Verses wonderful shipping labels, I just print them out on the computer and then cover them with, with that packaging tape. <laughs> I just don't think, I mean, I think it's pretty limited use, and I I guess it's better than Irish tape. What is scotch good for other than drinking? Uh, I, he, hold on. Because you can, like... Curing a case of consumption? Yeah. Um, here are ten fabulously practical uses for scotch tape, but I want... Hold on, Uses for scotch whiskey. I mean, I guess, like, with other alcohols, you can, you know, sanitize a wound. I just think, okay, you you can prove that you're sophisticated with scotch whiskey. I guess you could prove that you're sophisticated with scotch tape. Yeah. Like, oh, man, I am ready at any moment to adhere something to something else. 
Um, <laughs> here are the t these ten fabulously practical uses for scotch tape aren't that exciting. Uh, repair the end of shoelaces. Pick up tiny bits of glass. Mend a small crack on an egg. Like who repairs an egg? Wait, wait, like like an an egg that you eat? Yeah. Why don't you just eat it? I don't know. I guess you just cracked it a little. Uh, you can check your ripeness of a watermelon. So you cut out a piece of the watermelon and put tape over it. Yeah, this is this is garbage. What makes Scotch whiskey different from regular whiskey? It's the smoke. Uh, it's it's that Scotland. peatiness. That's all the. That's the end of the question. That's it. Do they do anything different with it? Uh, like, yeah, do they make I mean, it without underwear on? Yeah, I mean, it, it's it's like made differently, but it's still whiskey at its core. So wait, what do they call um? What do they call Scotch whiskey not made in Scotland? It's is called it just, whiskey. It's just called whiskey. Yeah, like Jameson is called whiskey. I'm pretty sure. It's called Irish whiskey because it's made in Ireland. So, well, for instance, like I can't remember what contest it was, but in the Scotch whiskey competition, the I think the winner was from Japan this last year. What's the competition? Is it how much you can drink? No, no, it's which one's best. Oh. Uh, I'm pretty sure you can't call it scotch unless it's from Scotland, similar to how you can't call it bourbon unless it's from Kentucky. So From America. Oh, right. We already discussed this on the last pod, or two podcasts ago. <laughs> yeah, and I'm still convinced that it's not real bourbon unless it's from Kentucky. So... Scotland loses out as Japanese whiskey named best in the world. Yeah, I'm, I think they're ah. talking about whiskey there. Not, Just whiskey in not, general. Not okay. scotch. Yeah. I'm curious about this Japanese whiskey, though. What's it called? Yamazaki. Yamazaki. Single malt. Yamazaki. Single malt. How much is that going to run you? Do either of you guys have a preferred scotch? I've never really bought scotch. I don't, I don't really get into scotch because I'm not a smoky whiskey guy. I like, I like more of the bourbon or the... Uh, Sake. The rye. I like rye. Yeah, well, I like sake a lot. Uh, I prefer scotch to whiskey if I'm drinking it straight, but, like, scotch does not mix well with anything, so. I love straight whiskey. Whis well, I like whis straight whiskey, whiskey too. Don't get me wrong. I just prefer scotch to it. Whisk me away. Uh, and there's there's regions of scotch, Kevin. I would wager you haven't had the, quote, right scotch, but drinking scotch is a very expensive hobby, so. Yeah, that's the thing. Unless you get, like, the scotch that comes in a plastic bottle, like Steve Masnick, roommate oh, of the podcast. Gosh. What? What's it called? Uh, Clan McCormick. Oh, <laughs> gosh, it sounds terrible. Uh, scotch can help you fall asleep. Can get you nice and drowsy. Um, scotch tape, though, can help you stay awake if you tape your eyelids open. That's a good look. Well, we've exhausted this question. <laughs> All right, let's vote. I am going to go ahead and go with scotch whiskey um, because, really, I hardly ever use scotch tape. Like, it's packaging tape or duct tape for me. That's scotch tape. Just get out of here. Garbage. Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with scotch whiskey because, yeah, I agree. Scotch tape doesn't do enough for me. Kevin, I'm gonna go with the uh, Scotch tape because of those little the little dispenser that it usually comes in. You get that that dispenser because it's got a little weight to it, you know. And when you're in the office and you need, <laughs> I'm to, waiting for your reasoning to make any sense. And you need to show somebody what's what. You give them a little bash on the head with that dispenser, <laughs> and you say, 
get out of here before I box your ears. The one thing that uh, and then you tape good, then you tape their mouth shut so they can't tell HR is good for that I legitimately use it for is um, poor man's uh, lint roller. Just like put a little bit of that around your hand and just kind of get stiff stuff off your black pants. Yeah, get stiff off your black pants. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you can also just cover your pants in scotch tape. Keep it keep them nice and stiff. And our last question comes to us again from Eric Trivia. Thank you so much, Eric, who wants to know, would you rather have Nicolas Cage play the definitive Superman or have him play the definitive Batman? Go. <laughs> so he is the be-all, end-all, either Superman or Batman. So there will never be another one after him. He he. Once he takes the role, that's it. That's you and can have as many sequels that, as you want and prequels, but he is the new uh, Superman or Batman. But but good or bad, no matter how he plays the role, like you won't remember Christian Bale as Batman anymore. Yeah, no, You'll, it will be long forgotten. Although I imagine that <laughs> Nicolas Cage will do a similar voice. Oh, sorry, it's not it's not Clan McCormick, it's Clan McGregor. Yeah, I was gonna is, say is is the disgusting Scotch. Oh, it's I don't know. Like, are we getting the, are we getting the dramatic Nick or are we getting the crazy Nick? I don't I, think I don't think you can separate them. Because I feel like Nicolas Cage has the personality disorder of a Batman. Like, you know, he has the moments where he's like calm and collected and can be kind and you know dramatic and romantic and all these kind of things. Uh, and then there's the part of him that is. Uh, a, an insane vigilante who probably murders in his free time. Yeah, I, I don't. I, where do you? What movie do you see the first one in? There was some movie where he was like a con man and he had a daughter. And oh, Mad Sick Man. Sweet. Yeah, that was a good I like movie. That. Yeah, that was a yeah. good movie. I, I just think, <sighs> boy. Yeah, any either one of those. So it's either going to be like Superman is a crazy, insane overactor, or or Batman is. And I guess he would have – would he do the Batman voice? Oh, yeah. He would do a voice. Maybe he doesn't settle on one. Maybe it's a different voice every scene. How did Joker get burned? Um, well, <laughs> thank you for asking me how I got these scars. <laughs> um, as Superman, though, like – I don't know. Superman does have, like, a weird god complex, so that might work. It's just – it would be – it would be very – very dark, I feel like. I feel like a Nicolas Cage Superman would be even darker than the reboots that we've been getting recently. Well, that and there would just be a lot of forehead. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Didn't he name his kid after Superman? Yeah, Cal- uh, was it Kal-El? I think so. Who did? Nicolas Cage. Named his son Kal-El. You guys know that in the 90s he was going to play Superman, right? No. I think I remember something about that. Yeah, hold well, on. Let me find pictures of what his outfit was going to look like. Cause it was yeah, I was going to so say. So 90s. Uh, here's the other problem with Nicolas Cage playing Superman is you're going to see that bulge. And I do oh, not want to see Nicolas Cage's bulge. It's amazing. <laughs> that can't be real. It's real, dude. It's so real. Oh, God. Oh, he looks He looks like he just came out of the cast of Jesus Christ Superstar. <laughs> Superman. Except he's wearing a choker and ha- like looks half asleep. I mean, there's no 
good picture of him in that uh, in that costume. By which I mean, there's pictures of quality, but he looks bad in every single one of them. I think the other problem with Nicolas Cage being Superman mm-hmm. is you're gonna have to see that romance between him and Lois Lane. Yeah, and and un- be... unless Lois Lane is like a blowtorch or something, like it's just gonna be disgusting. Because Batman, you don't really, I mean, you don't have to have a love story for Batman to exist. Yeah, no, you just need some rich guy who gets bored and whose parents get killed in a back alley and decides to take revenge on everyone and everything. Which I I guess that would probably be closest to Nicolas Cage's actual life and philosophy. Is it though? He's a Coppola. Like, he definitely comes from a rich family, but I don't think he's really suffered any kind of heartache although actually i know for a fact he has uh, a story sean bean told on uh ask me anything on reddit went like this there was one time where i went back to nick cage's house and we'd had a few drinks we were playing pool and he accidentally knocked over his prehistoric cave bear skull and smashed it and he was really upset about it and the next day went and buried it in a field It's also true that he owns a dinosaur uh, dinosaur skull. So I guess Nick Cage is an amateur uh, archaeologist. Yeah, I don't think that man should be owning pa- any, anything from antiquity. Paleontologist. Uh, uh, ca- uh, chaot- oh, what if Nick Cage had been uh, Jeff Goldblum's character in Jurassic Park? <laughs> you probably uh, could have put uh, it off. Uh, uh, life uh, finds a way. The Resolute Desk. <laughs> Uh, see the problem the problem too with superb man is um oh gosh i just nick cage flying like an airborne nick cage just troubles me so much like that he could just come out of the sky at any moment like that's more terrifying than any horror movie that's true and having superpowers would be pretty awful at least you know in batman he's got a utility belt and he knows he knows karate and stuff Hey, would you rather have su- superpowers or superb hours? <laughs> oh, super hours or superb hours. Um, Are we doing like a... It's a question within a question. Is this a yeah. micro podcast? Y- yeah, yeah, yeah. So would you rather have superpowers or superb hours? Um, how superb are my hours? They're the greatest hours you could ever have. But now, is no, this like... no one of them will be any greater than the other. Oh, so it will um, be a constant great experience. So my life is just full of superb hours. I yes. thought it was like, oh, I'm right up against overtime or something like that. Or is it <laughs> that I get paid very well and don't have to work many hours? I'm going to say you get paid very – no, no. you. It's, it's, it's 35 hours a week. Okay. So less than most. But not, you know, you're not, you're not a gad about. Um, what is my superpower? And also, by having superpowers, wouldn't I be filling my days with superb hours, regardless? No, because if you have the superpowers, yeah. You have see... you read modern comics? Every superhero yeah. is like super depressed. Yeah. Plus, every time you use your superpowers, a friend dies. Oh God! Well, what's the power? But it's either a friend dies or, um. Is it one of my friends? Yes. Or just someone who has a friend? No, no. It's one of your friends, and if you don't use your superpower, the city of Chicago explodes. Also, Tyler, your superpower is 
to kill one of your friends by thinking about it. (laughs) Right. So really, I just have the power to to knock off my friends. Yes, but with Who is in control of Chicago that they want my friends to die so desperately? The Joker? Yeah, it's the Joker. This is a really bad joke. Bazinga. What if... What if... (laughs) What if what if in a Batman movie, Batman said to the Joker, this is a really bad joke. <laughs> there's got to be a time that he has. I, I think there is. Yeah. No, but here's here's the other thing. Um, all of your friends in the superpower scenario are Jim Parsons. Wait, is that the far side guy? No, that's the Bazinga guy. Oh, who's the guy who does far side? Gary Larson. Uh, well, similar last name. Yeah, R. So wait, the, I, the R sound. So I have infinite uh, Sheldon Cooper field clones yes. to knock off? Yes. So they're my only friends in this scenario. Correct. Everyone else in the world hates you. Are they in character or is it just the actor? They are not I in feel character, like... but they do say, the only thing they say to you is Bazinga. Because he's, like, in all kinds of commercials now, but he's always playing the character in the commercials. Like, even if they're like, oh, hey, real name, he's like, hey, computers are square. <laughs> what? Is, this, is he Marlon Brando, like, two years before he died? Yeah, I'm really looking forward to the uh, the cast of Big Bang Theory performs Streetcar Named Desire. <laughs> Bazinga! He, he actually has very much become an, an exponentially less talented Leonard Nimoy of uh, his generation in that, like, similar to how Nimoy will never never escape Spock, I don't think... Rest she, in peace. I don't think Sheldon Parsons is ever going to escape whatever his character's name is, Bazinga guy. Sheldon. No, his yeah. name's Jim. Jim, Jim, Jim Parsons. Parsons. Is ever going to escape Sheldon? Yeah. Like, it's a perfect example. May he rest in peace. Yeah. Jim Parsons could rest in peace for all I care. <laughs> um, why? Uh, Can we yeah. go back to the original <laughs> question? Yeah, sure. <laughs> Circle back, Jordan. Uh, I would like to note the hubris of this quote from uh, Nick Cage's uh, Wikipedia article. At the 1996 Academy Awards, Cage won the Academy Award for Best Actor for his performance in Leaving Las Vegas. After receiving the award, he went on to star in some high-budget action movies, which received criticism by actors such as, listen to these actors, Stephen Baldwin, Nick Nolte, and Sean Penn. Where do they get off? That's a very good point. But especially Stephen Baldwin. Seriously? Well, he's been desperate to be in a superhero movie for a really long time. That's why eventually, like, he just bought the rights to Ghost Rider and starred in it. Right, that's the movie because... about that uh, floating apostrophe that, like, was detectiving with kids, right? Yeah, he made the gritty reboot of Ghost Rider. <laughs> Ghost Rider! Words. I'm glad Tyler. I feel like Tyler and I are going to be only people who get that reference. I feel like not. Not a lot of people are going to make it this far in this podcast. 
Um, wait, that was a that was a TV series. Yeah, right. Nickelodeon. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. I always turn the TV off right before it came on. I was like, and now time for Ghost Rider, and I was like, oh, time for me to go do my homework, I guess, or something, or like um, I don't know, stab myself in the foot. I went to watch um, some someone streaming speedruns of a video game recently because I'm the coolest person in my free time. Uh, and instead they were just watching reruns of Murder, She Wrote. <laughs> and I, I watched it for an embarrassingly long time. For an old lady, that author's got some game. There's always, like, old sea captains coming in trying to, to shack up with her. <laughs> All right, we need to take a vote on this. <laughs> Jordan, what you gonna go with? Nick Cage's Superman or Nick Cage's Batman? I'm too busy listening and watching the opening of Ghost Rider. <laughs> okay. Kevin, how about you? Uh, I'm not a hero. I guess Batman. No, Superman, because I don't really like Superman all that much. So Nick Oh, Cage... you'd rather have Nick Cage. That's a great That's a great angle. Yeah, like, I would rather have him would ruin... we rather him ruin. Yeah. I'd rather have him ruin Super... And here's the other thing. Um, Superman... The Superman franchise has already been ruined at every turn. Like, there has, there has been, like, one good Superman movie, so... Uh, yeah, I, the one where he flies around with Lois Lane, and uh, she has a weird um, internal monologue asking whether herself whether or not this man is God. <laughs> <laughs> it's really creepy. Now you're thinking of Birdman. Oh, I'm thinking of Harvey Birdman. Um, I did see that. I, I enjoyed it a lot. I still need to see it. It's great. Man, the 90s were an interesting time in media. <laughs> yep. I, by Kevin's logic, I'm going to go ahead and go with uh, Nick Cage's Superman. Because, again, one, they've already rebooted it so many times that it's lost any credibility. Uh, two, I really prefer the Batman universe and villains. And I want them to kind of keep doing... Cool things with that instead of making it a Nicolas Cage vanity project. Jordan? Uh, I'm going to go with Superman for the same reason Kevin gave. Like, I don't like Superman. Come at me if you like Superman. Come at me, bro. I don't even care. <laughs> yeah, he's got too many powers. He's it's... like four. And they keep adding more, too. Yeah, now he has, like, isn't his new power like Solar Flare? I think it's a, he has the power to invent powers now. Or it's like Kamehameha, something <laughs> like that. Yeah, it's a, it's a, it's Hawaiian nobility. Um, so thank you so much for your question, Eric. And next time you have to choose between casting Nick Cage as Superman or Batman, go ahead with Superman. You're going to be glad you did. And thank you so much for joining us for another episode of Ninjas vs. Podcast. If you want to send questions our way, you can email us at ninjas versus podcast. That's versus VS, no period, podcast at gmail.com. Uh, you can also head over to the Facebook group where we post um, reminders of when to get questions in, uh, funny things that we find online, and pictures of Kevin chugging uh, beer out of chocolate Santas. Um, we need to get more of those so we can have a gallery. Uh <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm going to put up my own uh, exhibition of me drinking out of chocolate Santas. That would that would be a great theme for like a pop-up gallery, Kevin. Wouldn't it? You yeah. just drinking different par- <laughs> pairs. 
compare alcohols with different um with different hollow chocolate figures have a photo of you drinking from them and then like have a tasting pairing there i'm telling you this Shoot. is dynamite yeah i need to do that now hey everybody so if you're in the new york city area look out for that it's gonna be in soho that's gonna be the specialty drink at your wedding right that's right <laughs> just your choice of alcohol out of a chocolate santa real talk though kevin is it gonna be an open bar yeah oh, but it's nice. just uh just be in wine no uh no mixed just drinks. bees and wine yeah just bees <laughs> if you want a glass of bees and wine nicholas cage is gonna be there to yell about it the bees! now what kind of beer are you gonna have uh i don't know do you do we, get, like... we get to we get to choose okay. I... yeah does it depend on what they have the place or is it like one of those things where like you shop around for the cake you shop around for the beer no, no. Well, we're using their in-house catering people, sure. so but they have some choices for us to pick from. All so. right. Yeah, so we'll get something good. And, Just as uh, long guess... as there is a non-light beer, that's all I care about. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't. I'm, we're not going to stock a light beer. See, that's what <laughs> I want to hear. But some you never know. I don't know who you're inviting to this wedding. You may have yeah, Uncle Joe. Lights. Uncle Joe, I only drink Coors Light. I do actually have an Uncle Joe, but I don't think he only drinks Coors Light. But, I mean, we have to have PBR, because it's, you know. Yeah, they don't give that blue ribbon to just anyone. Also, I've just discovered that Samuel L. Jackson was in Ghost Rider. What? Really? Yeah, he was uh, Jamal's dad. The black guy. Oh, of course. (laughs) Played by Uh, Sheldon Turnipseed. (laughs) Uh, have you picked a cake yet? Yeah, we got some cakes. You know, Kevin, I've been told there's an easy way to bake a pretty cake. (laughs) (laughs) Well, what if the way is hazy, though? Well, you gotta do the cooking by the book. Oh. You can't be lazy. But do do I know that I can't be lazy? (laughs) I don't know. That's that's quite the existential question, Kevin, that all of us have to ask ourselves. Oh, shoot. Yeah. Once, once, at least once in your life, you have to ask yourself if you're meant to be dead and if you know that you can or cannot be lazy. Um, (laughs) What kind of cake is it? Uh, We're actually doing, we're doing a deconstructed cake. So it's going to be like five. five. Yeah, <laughs> we're doing five smaller cakes. It's uh, actually just a bunch of mixing bowls. <laughs> one's yeah, got eggs in it, one's got flour. <laughs> hey, you want a handful of flour? You're and then there's gonna, an easy bake instead oven. Instead of putting cake in each other's faces, you're going to antique each other. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, so we're going to have a bunch of different flavors. Is we're that gonna... a dirty thing? Do I have to cut that out of the no, podcast? No, antiquing is taking a handful of flour and throwing it in a sleeping person's face. That's oh. hilarious. I didn't know that. Did you was not a watch thing. Jackass? No, I've never seen it. Oh, we gotta bleep that. I, I don't I don't like gross out stuff. <laughs> um Yeah, so we're gonna, gonna have, have like... a cookie table is the real question. No, that's stupid. Uh You're we're gonna stupid. have a, a caramel cake. We're gonna have uh, I think uh chocolate. We're gonna have a uh, some kind of banana You're type missing, of thing. You're missing <laughs> Just gonna the have right a one, banana. Which is peanut butter. Do you have a peanut butter cake? I don't know if peanut butter was an option. I can't remember. Caramel is all you need, though. Uh, yeah, Jordan. Caramel is just like sugar concentrate. That's correct, and that's why it's amazing. 
All right. Uh, you uh, should marry Jen. She hates Carmel. Uh, <laughs> um, oh, is that, where were is we? Is your marriage oh, yeah, counselor, Twitter. Kevin, is he telling you that the, the number one criteria for marriage is that you have matching tastes and cakes? Yes. No, not not in cakes. Just you have to agree about the taste of burnt sugar. Now, if you don't, have we, Dunzo. Did we ever do caramel versus caramel on this podcast? Oh, no, I don't know. No, it's it's caramel. See, if, if, if I'm putting it on ice cream, I'll say caramel. But any other time, it's caramel for me. I don't know. It's weird. That is the stupidest thing. I've You're ever. the no, stupidest actually, I, thing. No, I, I I subscribe to that. If I'm saying it by itself, like, oh, here's some caramel, uh, you say caramel. But if you're like, oh, caramel syrup, then it's caramel. You're, you guys, I hate you. All right. We have a Twitter line. Uh, you can tweet at Ninjas vs. Podcast if you want. Kevin, do we have any tweets or followers or anything? Absolutely. We were followed this past week by... M- uh... Sam Bear at MD Twitch, who I think is actually a real person, maybe. Yeah. <laughs> well, Sam, good on you for. Uh, well, <laughs> maybe not. They're all retweets. Can all right. If all you do is retweet, go get a retwitter account, okay? Yeah, get a room. Get yeah. a room to retweet in. Okay, here we go. Here was the last non-retweet. Uh, at Gary Buh. I will never understand how anyone can give up about Total Biscuit after reading his famous essay post. Oh, yeah, this is probably someone who actually does listen to us then. Gary Butterfield from Watch Out for Fireballs. Ah. Them. They might actually listen. Um, so thanks to everyone listening. Um, thank you to Animal Tropical for letting us use their song 20 Miles as our intro. Thank you to Sparrows and Crows for letting us use their song Ultraviolet Bliss for our outro. And our final question, keeping with our ninjas versus theme, ninjas versus caramel. Caramel, go. Caramel, it's so sticky, like the ninjas will walk through it and then they're done. Caramel, Caramel. the ninjas are going to get diabetes. (laughs) Diabetes. And I am going to go ahead and go with caramel. See, now um, we're all saying caramel instead of caramel. I, th- I just said it because you guys said caramel. it. You're welcome. You're welcome. It's caramel. Now, to be fair, it is spelled caramel. It's going gonna, it's gonna to gunk up their bamboo scuba tubes. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nothing like those ninja scuba tubes that they're always using. Yeah. You mean snorkel? Is that what you're looking for? <laughs> Yeah, scuba tube. No, the self-contained underwater breathing apparatus tube. 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 Caramel, caramel tube. Would that not be a scuba? That's a is that caramel, <laughs> right. isn't it? That's a water uh, bat. Ju- no, jubat is 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 a. Kevin, you have just become so racist since moving. Oh to shoot! New York. No, it's it's zubat. Sorry, it's zubat. That's the Pokemon. Yeah, that's we were saying what the Pokemon is. I thought it was Jubat. Okay, well, I'm Tyler. Who, who is a Jewish vampire? I'm Jordan. I'm a Jewish vampire. And until next time... Why don't you ever bite your mother's neck once in a while and tell her how you meet a nice girl that you could bite her neck off? Wouldn't it hurt if you could bring her don't home once in a, a while? Summer party. Kevin, I don't think... 
know anything about the way Where either vampires or human people live. Hey, I do you know don't bite your own family. Bounce and I do know in either scenario. That, uh, do you guys hear about we'll that? Dead, we're all done. Nope, don't want to. <laughs> so, in, in seriously, so I will pass out if you talk, out, if you talk right. about this. If I, if I talk Kevin, out about Kevin, it. I want to hear it. So it's time to leave the chat. Let the grass right, No, you're going to record it, and I'm going to have to listen to it. <laughs> no, oh, so that's anyway. genius. Yes. All right. Okay, so basically, it's um, terrible.